This is Let's Talk Business with your host, Mark Ebinger. Now, here's Mark. Welcome to Let's Talk Business, a show that highlights and promotes entrepreneurs to learn more about their vision, goals, and marketing strategy. Coming up on the show today, we're going to talk about running a business that produces custom signage and graphics for local businesses. In studio with us today is Nasma Al-Sali, the owner of Signs by Tomorrow. Nasma, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. You're, you've been a lot of fun in the pre-show before we get on camera, right? It's like you've been a lot of fun so far, so I'm really looking forward to uh, ha- having this podcast, and I'm going to try and keep Kean uh, under wraps here. But uh, I'm your host, Mark Evinger, the owner of Krukus Virtual Staffing, a company that specializes in hiring virtual assistants from outside the United States. And I'm your co-host, Genevieve Sims, owner of The Evolve Firm, where we specialize in creative and innovative branding strategies for your business. And I am Kian Frith, co-host of the show as well, and I'm the CEO of KV Impact Consulting, a boutique consulting firm, and I'm a CFO consultant and cyber specialist. Yeah, he's the numbers guy, as we say, right? It's like, I'm not a big fan <laughs> of numbers, but he, he knows that stuff inside out and backwards. So, Kian, always good to have you on the show. Thank Quick you. reminder to follow the Let's Talk Business podcast on all the major podcast platforms and social media where you can catch video versions of the show. You can get to everything easily by going to our fancy website and clicking on any of these social media icons from there. All right, Nasma, so you've got a great personality. I'm really excited to learn about your background and what you're doing with your business. So let's start with your background. How, give me a, like a 90-second overview of your background leading to where you are in your business now. So I was born and raised in Iraq, Baghdad. Um, I was there up until 2005, then I moved to Jordan for three years, and then I moved here to Akron, Ohio in 08. Um, From there, I started to learn about the culture, the language, everything. I came here with zero knowledge about what's what's here and what to expect. Um, I went to college, then I met my husband, got married, moved to Texas. I have three kids now, and I've been working for the past, I don't know, 10 years, uh, and then I recently opened my own business about 14 months ago in here in San Antonio. Yeah, I'm curious as to why you chose a sign business. Oh, I don't do. know either. <laughs> How did that happen? What was the process so, behind all that? Um, me and my husband were looking into getting business that serves the community and then that serves, you know, business to business kind of a business. Um, and we were just looking up ideas and, you know, um, where to look, what to start. And, you know, we have did researches and we found this business. To be honest with you, this business w- was up for sale. The previous owner, we just wanted, she just wanted to retire. So we did some researches. We looked it up. And then I thought, you know, it's going to be a little bit of artsy, a little bit of, you know, uh, you know, you bring your ideas to life. You help other businesses. So I just thought it was good fit for me. So me and my husband decided to just go f- move forward and just get it. So. That's has, has it been everything that you thought it would be, or is it completely no. different? <laughs> <laughs> no. So what's what did you expect versus what you got? So to be honest with you, I didn't expect it to be as difficult at, as it is. What's uh, difficult about it? Well, running a business in general is difficult. Absolutely. And I had mm-hmm. no idea that it was going to be this difficult to run a business. Okay, I so mean, let's dig into that. What is difficult in running a business? So there is a lot. First of all, I came into this business with no background knowledge about the business whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I had to learn everything from the simplest thing to the most difficult thing, and I'm still learning. There is so many ways you can make one sign. There's so many products that gets involved. There's so many steps to it. It's not just, you know, you bring a file, print it, boom, done, go. It's not, <laughs> nope. There's sometimes it's like that, like if you're doing a simple banner or something. 
But a lot of times there's a lot of other things. Oh, yeah. Involved. There's a big process behind sign yes. making. Um, when I was going to graphic design school, I did my internship at a print shop uh -huh. because I wanted to see what the process looked like after we created the design. Mm -hmm. And I tell you what, it is <laughs> it is a lot of work. It's a process. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know it was going to be this process, you know. It's process, but it's it's a fun process. It's fun when a customer comes to you and then they have an idea in their mind, but they don't know anything about it. And then they sit down, you talk to them, you present your ideas, and then you go to the next step with your designer. Your designer comes up with ideas and then production and then installation and then boom, it's it's live, you know? That's... So that's, you're talking about the processes, right? Yeah. But then there's... That's a part of the business. Yes. But then there's also... The business business side Running of it, yes. right? Business. Running the business, yes. So You're I thought you were going to say the marketing side of it or the customer acquisition well, was the most difficult. part of it, yeah. Marketing side is very big part of it. And then also the internal, you know, people... Wait, I mean, you know, you're talking about managing everything. Like, I sometimes I joke with my, my friend and I tell them, when you, when you go to a place and you're working there... You know, you're walking and then you see some light bulb burnt in the store. You turn your head and you walk away. It's not of your business. When you're a business owner, this is your business. You have to take the little care things of it. and mm -hmm. the big things. Everything is you have to take care of it from zero to ten. Ordering materials. Um, you know, make sure the staff is okay. Make sure the staff is doing what they're supposed to do. Luckily, I have a great staff, so this is this is I've been lucky with that. Um, you know, you got to make sure you know you're you're paying your taxes. You got to make sure you're doing your payroll. You got to make sure you're doing a lot of things. And you got to make sure that you're outside doing sales and marketing and then letting pe people know what you're doing, you know, what you're looking for, how to grow, how to make more money, how to learn about your products, you know, how to present ideas to customers. Like, you know, because, you know, typically customers come to you, they have no idea what, what they're looking for. Oh, I just want to sign. Okay, well, you want this or this or this or this. And then you narrow it down and then, you know, so it's, it's a process. I, I, I love hearing this. Like, you literally had not come into from this industry at all. You've come, you've bought into a franchise with no knowledge whatsoever, no knowledge of business. And all of a sudden you've got this landed on a plate in front of you yeah. and having to run with it somehow. How did this, how many staff do you have? So right now we're five. Okay, five staff. So when you joined on day one, did they look at you going, what on earth are you doing here? You don't know anything about signs. Oh yeah. You, you had that. Yeah. Was it a difficult process to try and win them over, to get them on your side for them to go, do you know what? We're okay working with you. Great. You, you may not have been involved in this before, but actually you, you put work and effort in. Have you earned their respect and trust? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, so when I walked in, you know, like you said, I they looked at me like, you have no idea what you're doing. But, you know, your staff, you can't do anything without your staff. They are just as important as you are in the business. So if you sit down with them and you ask them to, you know, walk you through the process and, you know, I had a guy that has been with me ever since I started. And then he's been with the company before I started. And he's been so helpful ever since. He's been telling me, you know, th this is where we get this one from. This is where we get this from. All these vendors. Plus, you know, when you're part of franchise, the franchise typically help you. Like my consultant, for example, he's, he was running a business for 14 years before he even started working with the franchise. Okay. So I call him. When I first started, I used to call him twice a day, three times a day. What do I do? What do I do? And he goes, it's okay. We've all been there before. He's been very, very helpful ever since. That, that's really, really good. Yes. You've obviously had a good experience of franchise. Yes. Yes. Um, we hear a lot of horror stories. Mm -hmm. People go into a franchise and um, it's just not what they're expecting. Yours is a positive one. 
Yes. And I walked into a business buying a franchise knowing that franchise comes with, you know, fees. People complain about paying fees and all that. But when you are buying a franchise, this comes with it. You have to understand that you're, you're going to commit to something that's already, it's not hidden. It's already visible to you. You know this. But also at the same time, you have to understand that these franchise people, if you fail, they fail. If you succeed, they succeed. Because if you make a dollar, they're getting their commission out of the dollar. And if you, pay, if you make a million dollar, they're getting their commission out of a million dollars. They're there to help you, to support you. And then they're a big team. Like my, my franchise, I've got a big team to support me behind my back. You know, they can help me with the system, with the products, with everything. Marketing. They tell me from experience what to do. And what, they don't tell me what to do and what not to do. They just advise me of, you know, we've been through this. We've done this before. This is what you can do. We don't recommend you do this, but by the end of the day, it's up to me. It's my decision. But I listen because these people have been through experiences. These people know what they're talking about. So it's always good to listen to them and just get advice from them. And by the end of the day, you either listen to them or you don't. It's up to you. But I yeah. just like to listen to them. Because and your husband's involved with the business as well? Or did he just try and set you up and say, yeah, run, run with this? You know. <laughs> so my husband still does his other job. Okay. But he supports me. Okay. He works from home, okay. so he's got his computer set up at the shop. So every time he's got some, like, you know, time to, you know, slow a bit, he'd get up and he helped me and, you know, he helps. But he's been helping a lot lately. Like, like he's been learning all the machines, doing some installs, going on on surveys with me. So, yep. Now, what changes or improvements um, do you plan on doing with your company? Um, so when I bought the company, mm -hmm. the company has been there for, I'd say, 15 or 16 years. Yeah. I took over. So I took the company with everything that comes with the company, you know, the customers, the products. Right. Um, so I've met with most of my clients. We've talked. I told them, you know, I'm the new owner. Nice to meet you. And then we've actually done business, I mean, sorry, services that it wasn't done in the past. There's a lot of signage that they weren't doing in the past. Wow. We're doing it now. Like what? Where some For example, uh, when I walked into the business, they, I, you know, we get a phone call or an email and the previous uh, employees, they were telling me, oh, we don't do this. Like, for example, they weren't doing a lot of uh, electrical, light, uh, electrical signs, I'm sorry, like channel letters, aluminum signs. They were doing it, but they weren't very into it. Right mm -hmm. now we're doing them. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Is that because of the permitting that comes with it? Yeah, this, there's a lot involved in this sign. You know, the permitting, you got to get, you know measurement you got to submit to the city you got to make it. it's a long process it's not difficult but it's a long process oh absolutely yeah. how do you see technology influencing the sign industry and how are you guys adapting to that with new ai all sorts of things all that influences your your industry it does but i don't think this will ever replace designers in my opinion everybody can learn how to run ai or photoshop but not everybody have creativity and ideas because designing is not just you follow this, 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 and boom, you have a design. No, you have to come with ideas. You have to be creative. I can learn the system, but I can't be as creative as my designer, for example. Right, right. So that, that will not, AI will not replace this, in my Absolutely. opinion. Absolutely. It yeah. definitely will help speed up the process, but it'll it will never yeah. replace a graphic designer. Because True. that comes with a human element that can never be replaced. Yeah. Cool. So when it comes to marketing, so that's what is very interesting to me is that because as a business owner, our number mm -hmm. one job is to get our business in front of as many people as possible, as often as possible. 
and that's a whole and you, you're part of BNI. I am. You said yes. So uh, let me just ask, how's that going for you, BNI? How long you been in it, and how's it going for you? I started BNI two months after I bought my business. Okay. And it's been great. These people are like family to me. Um, they look out for you. They support you. You support them. To me, it's not just I'm going to support your business. You're going to support mine. To me, it's like we we get together every week. We're family. You no, know, we help each other as much as we can. We've I've been getting leads from them. They've been getting leads from me. So it's it's great. I just renewed my membership. There you <laughs> me go. Me too. So are you leveraging the other chapters? I I visited other chapters. Yes. Okay. But um, before I made this decision to start with this one, I visited I think two, and. I chose this one just because of the time. It works for me better. Are you still continuing to uh, visit other chapters and, and actually make connections with members from other chapters? Yes. Because that's a huge thing about BNI that I think a lot of people don't understand is that ability to go out through BNI Connect and mm. start making connections. That's how I find you in BNI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's how I know you're in BNI. Yeah. It's like go and then and, and start doing these one-on-ones. It's like it's a great way to continue to kind of really explode your network. Yeah. Uh, very, very helpful. Yeah. So that's cool. How else are you marketing your business? So I've gone, I visited to uh, visit Halotus uh, Chambers. I've visited, visited San Antonio Chambers. Uh, um, and then I've also visited uh, small chapters that were, uh, I was told by my other BNI people that, you know, I think one of them uh, called, uh, I forgot, I forgot what it was called. But, um, I forgot what it was called. These are other like referral type groups or clubs or yeah, something like that? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all about building relationships. One of them was, uh, I think, women business own. Mm. Um, I'm sorry, I forgot the name. And then um, also there's another one that I'm going to be going to soon um, also. What are you doing for mixer-wise, like in the evenings and stuff? Honestly, I haven't been to one yet. Is there a reason why you're not going? I just haven't been invited to one. Okay, so... Genevieve, she's on the board of business professionals of San Antonio. So about 100 or so people show up at these oh, things. great. Yep, and we meet on the second Wednesday of every month. Oh, wow. Yeah, mm -hmm. and we're like a soft sponsor there. The show is. We have a banner and a table that sits over there as well. And so we're generally, the co-hosts usually show up there too. And it's nice when you go to a mixer and you know other people mm -hmm. because they'll start introducing you around. And Genevieve's yeah. like, a, she's a pro at that. I learned a lot from her <laughs> on how to do a mixer. Awesome. Um, uh, but you should definitely come. Yeah. It's like yeah. 5 You have to be prepared, to... though, because I won't let you stand by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> She's a great host. Great host. Thank you. Very, very good host. I suppose one of the things that I'm wondering is that uh, you're, you're running this business. Yes. The buck stops with you. And I understand what Mark said about the marketing, um, but Mark, you've you got to do so many roles. Yes. No, you are literally the chief everything officer, aren't you? Mm -hmm. You know, yes. you are doing, having to do the marketing. You've got to find the time for marketing, but then you've got to make sure that all the production works. You've then got to make sure all the finances work. You've got to do, you've got to do, how, how are you finding that balance? So typically I do my surveys or meet a customer in the morning and I head back to the shop um, in the afternoon. But I will tell you that I'm very blessed with my, my, my uh, employees because they're great. They do what they're supposed to do. Uh, they know what it takes to get things done. So I couldn't have done it without, without them. That's so yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny, isn't it? Um, I, I'm sure you've probably worked in the corporate world. So, so have you guys, you know, and when, when you're in corporate world and you're working nine to five and you're complaining about your, your 40 hour week and I, I want to get out of this. I want to have um, financial freedom. I want to be in charge of my own destiny. So I'm going to run my own business. And then all of a sudden you're not That's doing 40 hours lie. a week. You're then doing 60, 70, 80, 90 hour weeks. 
And like, what, why did I leave the corporate? <laughs> you know, because um, you're now under all this extra pressure. Yeah. But is it still worth it? Yes, that's the biggest lie. Be your own boss, do your own hours, you know, you'll have fun with it. That's, in my opinion, is the biggest lie I've ever heard in my life. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it doesn't get better. The busier you get, the more hours you have to work. But it's definitely worth it. I wouldn't have it any other way. So this is where leveraging comes in, right? So yeah. like, so we, we've got one of our regulars on the show, Imad, that comes on and he runs a bookkeeping service, mm -hmm. for example. Are you outsourcing your bookkeeping or are you DIYing it? Well, uh, with my franchise agreement, I have to go with them for the first two so years. they do it. Okay. No, no, no we do it. But we have to go with the company that they chose. Oh, I got you. For the but, first but two you years. have help there. That's my oh, point. Oh, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Because yeah, DIYing it, we're going to talk about that later with Imad, but the, the pitfalls of DIYing your own no. bookkeeping. Yeah, that's crazy. You want to avoid oh. that. that. I don't even do my big, payroll. I have a company that does it for me. Sweet. What mm -hmm. company are you using for payroll? Uh, paychecks. Okay. Yeah. Oh. You it's, know some of my people then that work. I can't do everything when I first start. Yeah. I have That's to smart. I have to get help. Otherwise, it's just going to be a mess. I have to clean up after. So, what are you spending your hours on then? If you're you're really really busy, but you are leveraging in in some areas, where do you spend the most of your time? I'm typically outside doing sales. Okay. Yeah. So scaling the business. Yeah. Scaling the business. I have to commend you because we have a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs that are listening to this right now, and you're a mother of three. Mm -hmm. You just started into this new adventure of entrepreneurship. Um, I get asked that a lot. How do you balance? And honestly, there's no right or wrong question because mm -hmm. everybody's um, idea of balance is going to be different. But what advice would you give to other women entrepreneurs out there who are maybe on the verge of taking that risk like mm -hmm. you did, but still kind of thinking about it? Like what advice would you give to them? So I have kids. Um, I have two that are they go to school. They are 10 and 9. And I have a baby who is oh, wow. Uh, wow. 16 months old now. Yikers. So they go to school. He goes to daycare, which I kind of feel bad for sending him to daycare, but I can't have him with me. And then um, I get a big help from my husband. There I couldn't have done it Absolutely. without him. I couldn't have done it without yeah. him. You have to have that support yes. system. Yes. He supports me a lot and he helps me a lot. Like he takes care of the kids just as good as I do. Do you yeah. think it's a, you have a certain personality trait, right? Which mm -hmm. is probably type A. I don't know if you do the color personalities. Do you know about the color no. personalities? They're good to learn. Learn about personality types. It's good for your relationships, by the way. Love languages and in personality types, super important. I've been married 35 years, so oh, I can wow. speak a little bit to that. Uh, it was actually a revelation to me and my wife when she figured out why I am the way I am, and I figured out why she is the way she is. You don't notice my face oh, changes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, no, there's something to that. So, but with your personality type, was it fit well with wanting to be an entrepreneur? Do you, do you agree with that and why? Um, I agree with that. And I was told by, you know, my family, my, my brother, my mother, my father, my everybody, my, my sister, even my sister-in-law and my husband. My husband told me that I don't think you should stay employed. You should be your own boss. You can do it. And um, I didn't think that he trusted and supported me this much until he pushed me to getting this business. And, you know, some days when I come home and I'm just down and he goes, it's okay. You've only been doing it for a year. There's no way people would expect you to know everything. You got this. Just keep going. So his support and my family support means a lot. So let's dig into that a little bit on, so when you're, what's the struggle? What is your biggest struggle in your sign business right now? Me? For, yeah. for me? Um, I think knowing the product and everything that we can do. 
I know a lot, but you can never know enough in the sign business. Right, but okay, there's there's stuff to learn there, but what's the part that makes you feel down? Oh, when I don't close a deal. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's it's impossible for you to close all the deals. That's just but I think in that particular part I go hard on myself. Yeah, it's it's part of yeah. that process. Just because I want all the possible deals. But yes. a lot of times especially big companies they come to you and they they get bids from at least three different sign companies. Mm -hmm. And then they go with one. And sometimes I ask them like could you let me know why just to help me be a better business owner? Can I just get a feedback? And sometimes it's, you know, either pricing or time frame or you know, and sometimes a lot of companies are just comfortable with going with one sign shop, but they just want to get more than one bit just so that they can present it. And But by the end of the day, they'll go with what they want to go with. They're going but, with relationships. Yeah, right? yeah. So relationships are very important in San Antonio. Right? Oh, yeah. And, and how are you establishing those relationships now? How are you building those? A lot of people like nonprofits mm -hmm. or um, doing referral groups, building those relationships yeah. out that way. How are you doing it? So I'm doing, you know, BNI. I'm doing, you know, a lot of meeting and I like to sit down with my clients a lot a lot of times my clients if they have an order that's ready for a pickup I'll take it to them I'll sit down talk chat with them and these people they refer you to the other people in the same company just because they like you a lot of times people would, would go with you even if you're a little bit more expensive just because they like you they feel like there's a personal connection between right. you both yeah. so Absolutely. that's what I'm doing I had a client one time you know, she was very like when I called when she called me when I first took over, she was very like aggressive, not aggressive. She was very like, oh, just get this done and just send it to me. I'm like, <laughs> OK, let me go meet her. Now we text each other. We're chatty. We're buddy buddies. Huh? Yeah. Like and, and she like she, I love her. She's amazing. And then she would call me. She text me. Hey, can I get this done? Can I get this? I'm like, yeah, sure. So sometimes people. I was just going to ask one more question, and, and can you, I'm sorry I'm taking a lot of the mic time here, but I'm just, you know, what nonprofits, what nonprofits are you involved so with? So we are big supporters to uh, firefighters, fire departments, Lackland, uh, also military. The previous owner was a, a, a an old firefighter, ex-firefighter, so he was giving all the firefighters um, discount, and we carried on this luxury. And then a lot of times my firefighters would be like, hey, we want to do this, but we're not on a tight budget. I either like give them big discount. I try to support them as much as I can because, you know, they're they're there for us. So we got to help them sometimes. So the chief of fire department is my friend. <laughs> oh, really? Nice. I like that. I like that. There's um, there's a number of sign companies here in yes. San Antonio. Uh -huh. What sets you apart? What what, what sets you apart? What's, what's your niche? Um, I mean... Everybody's great. They're all great. Uh, yeah, I, but why are you better? Huh? Why are you better? Because I'm me. <laughs> so is, is it generally... I, I, mean, I can't say that I'm better, to be honest with but, you. But, it, but it's interesting sitting and listening to you. You sound like you're extremely relational. I wonder how many owners go to their customers, to their clients, and de hand deliver the signs and have that relationship or texting their clients. It, it sounds like a little bit of a different approach, mm -hmm. which sets you apart. Would you agree? Uh, I, and it's very intentional on your part? Are you intentional with how you're going about this? I feel like sometimes people order stuff and they don't know who's sitting behind the computer. And they would like to just put a picture to that person and just like to nice. talk to them and just have that small relationship with them, you know? And they're just, they're comfortable. I, I feel, I'm, one, I'm one of the people that if I call someone and I can picture them, I just feel more comfortable talking to them. Like I just know who this person is. 
Absolutely. They say that people do business with people they trust. Yeah. And uh, one of my favorite quotes is, um, it doesn't matter how much you know, or people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Yeah. So when you go and take that extra step of getting to know that business owner, so in that way, the one who texts you, like, get this done, at least now you understand how they mm -hmm. talk, so it's not coming from an angry place. Yes. Now you know how to communicate, exactly. and that barrier has been broken, and that's one of the things that sets you apart from other business owners, right? Yeah. Definitely. And yep. a lot of times business owners or people who work in the companies, they really don't have time to go back and forth getting a sign or a banner. They want they have other things to worry about. Mm -hmm. So they just want it to get it done right and quick and fast. So they just I think it's easier for them to go with a person that they know and they know that person is going to understand what they want. I have one client that emails me one word. Twenty of these. <laughs> Ten of these. <laughs> You got it. There you go. <laughs> I mean, people just... Nice. Yeah. That's understanding your clients, yes. right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So for graphic designers and um, uh, other people in our industry, there's a blog called Clients from Hell. And it's really funny because a lot of it is so relatable. And there's stuff like that where a person will be like, hey, get this done. And you as a graphic designer have to figure out and pull out as much information as you can oh, in yeah. one phone call. Or this is where really, as people in our industry, you have to get good at being a good communicator. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. To not get angry, to not um, become defensive, but really know how to talk to people. And this is where I think you're going to make a difference in this community because of the way that you are with people. And the way that you present yourself, that you're not here to say, hey, I'm better than everybody else. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to do things differently yeah. because we're going to build a relationship first. Yes. When I was, uh, so I was a cop in San Antonio for 24 years. And mm -hmm. I worked in internal affairs for six and I learned to redirect that, that energy because they're mad when they're calling and then be able to not, yeah. not make it worse, but help redirect some of that energy in, into a useful you know, outcome. But let's talk about your customer journey. So when, let's say you've got a customer that comes in that wants, um, you know, an exterior sign for their business. Mm -hmm. What does that customer journey look like? So typically I would go to that place to take a look at it, to, to see what we can present ideas. Because sometimes you have something in mind, but it just doesn't work with your exterior or with the location of the sign. So I like to go visit the people and do a site survey just so that we can take measurement, talk about it. You ask them what they have in mind, what do they want, and then go back, you know, draw something and present it to them. And if they like it, we go from there. If they don't like it, then we come up with different ideas. Okay, and then establishing a timeline and all of that. What, yeah. When's the best time for somebody who needs an exterior sign on their building for them to come to you and start that process when they're doing the build out of it? Should they wait until the last minute, day no. before they open? I mean, <laughs> no, that what should they work. do, right? <laughs> well, you should never wait till the day you're open. But I mean, if you're looking for a banner, that's doable. But if you're looking for like a channel letter or something like that, it's not me being slow. The process of the sign takes a long time to make. How you long know? is that process, including permitting and everything like that? Give me an idea what that would take. I mean, it, Honestly, depending on the permit, depending on the city, sometimes we get it done in like a week or two. Sometimes it's longer. Sometimes it depends if it's a historical district, if it's just the city of San Antonio. It just depends. And if, you know, there is anything that's, you know, making it go slower, I don't know. Sometimes it just takes time. But I'd say about a month to get everything done. 
And if somebody's looking to just get a banner done, like for you know an event or something like mm-hmm. that, what's that customer journey process look like? If they have the artwork, I can get it done within a day. If they don't have the artwork, then I can des- have to design it and get it done. It just depends. So let's say they don't have the artwork. What do they need to get started with something? I know from talking with Genevieve, for example, there's a media kit that they uh-huh. should be able to give you. Right? Yes. So help me with that. Help the, our listeners understand if they want a banner and they don't really kind of know, maybe they have an idea what they want it to look mm-hmm. like, but they've never done it before. They're just going to bring it to you. What's that look like? It depends. So if they have their logo and they they, were, they want some word to go with the logo and the logo is in it, like in a good vector file, then I can get it done quick. If they want me to create a logo for them and then put everything else, I can get it done. It just depends on how busy I am and how quick their response and how quick they give me ideas. I mean, if you come to me and you say, can you create me a logo? Okay, well, you got to give me colors. You got to give me ideas to go from and then create your logo. But oh, if yeah. you have the logo done and everything, it's a day or two. And I know this is Genevieve's backyard here, but when it, <laughs> a lot of business owners, they're going to have a JPEG or a PNG file, right? That's what they've got. This is oh, yeah. what they we created for vector. themselves. We love vector I know. files. I know. And, and I didn't <laughs> learn this so until a couple of years into doing business as well. Was just, you got to have a vector file, yes. right? And that way you can make it as big or small or Correct. whatever else. And then you also need to know your fonts and stuff like that. Correct. So oh, yeah. if somebody comes to you with a JPEG or a PNG, what's the process of turning that into a vector file? Do you do that for them or what do you do? Yeah, we do that for them. Okay, My designer is really good. He can trace it and do Mm -hmm. all that, but it takes time. I can't have it done. You have to understand I have other people that, you know, I promise to get them their signs out today or tomorrow. So I can't just put these things aside and work on your banner i'll try yeah, to do that's my not best. what i want to hear i want to hear <laughs> you he wanted it yesterday <laughs> we <laughs> actually do we do unless, unless it's mark. i mean you'll drop everything <laughs> if it's mark no she wouldn't actually she'd make me wait longer she's gonna add an extra day <laughs> <laughs> we try to go above and beyond as much as we can but sometimes <laughs> it's not because we can't sometimes like people come to me with like a jpeg that's very low resolution can i have a banner by the end of the day oh wow <laughs> no you cannot i'm sorry as much as i love to help you i can't that's when we come and we tell them, okay, you, do you have to have your logo on? Is it just going to say now open, for example? You don't have to have your logo. We can get it done for you today. But if you absolutely have to have your logo on, then you either get me a vector file or you allow me at least a couple of days to try to trace this work on it. See, now I would see, I would shift that, right? It's like, I need this done today. I love your energy, right? Yeah. We've got a guy who can definitely do that for you. It's going to take a little bit longer because that's just the process. Yeah. How much time can you give me to get that done? See, just totally switch that around. Yeah. You can play this back later and see yeah. if that helps out. I do have a question, <laughs> I don't like though. to tell people no, right? We yeah. can't yeah, get I, that Yeah, I, I don't boom. like to tell people no, but right. also at the same time, I don't want to promise you something and right. I can't and do. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. Which is why I love That's you. why I suggest. Love your energy. But, yeah. But this is how this has to go. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I, I do like. have a question, though. What is the weirdest request you've gotten so far in business? <laughs> in, this, in the print shop. <laughs> weirdest. I don't know. I'll have to think about this. I had um, a different shop that I was working at. I had somebody come in and say, hey, uh, we need 10-foot cutout boards of us um, in 30 minutes. And I said, okay, why in 30 minutes? What's this urgency? Oh, we're about to do an event, but I need cutout pictures so people can take pictures of our cutout. (laughs) And I said, okay, can I see the photos? And they were terrible. She hasn't said no yet. I, I no. didn't say no because, you know, I pride myself as a designer. I'm like, I'm pretty quick. I could do things quick. However, the images that they gave was uh, 72 
DPI, absolutely tiny. And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to rein your expectations in a really quick. If you can give me a better better resolution, 300 DPI, maybe I could do this faster. (laughs) But you have to manage expectations as they come in, right? Yeah, so I would say you're you're one. used to the of your the way you said that was spot on. <laughs> Seriously, She's that used was pretty to it, huh? good. Yeah, you're looking for she a job. Teach a class. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so um, let's talk about the types of signage that your business does. So we do we do indoor, outdoor, all the way from you know we do caraplast banners, uh, and then we do channel letters, we do box aluminum box. Uh, we do car graphic, vehicles, uh, decals. We do, uh, I don't think I can tell you what we do in like one. <laughs> sure. There's so a lot of things we do. You do uh, window coverings? We do window covering, yes. Which I think is interesting. The, the, where the, you know, from the inside you can see out. Yeah. But from the outside you see logos yeah. and you see whatever you it's see. It's called right? window perforated. Yeah. Yeah. So, at our last <laughs> event we had. Thank you for correcting him. That's what's nice. it called? We're going to test Window <laughs> perforated. Oh, okay. Oh, window perf in our... Perforated. Yeah. Yeah. A window perf in our language. We <laughs> perf. Cool. Uh, at the event that we had uh, mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago, we had a, a selfie wall that mm-hmm. we had put up. Have you done any stuff like that for events? Where... I've done it, but I've done it for my sister-in-law. Oh, okay. Yeah. How big? Uh, it wasn't uh, It wasn't very big. It was uh, just, you know, uh, I think it was two... No, it was three by six, I oh, okay. think. Yeah. Yeah, we had an eight eight by eight with, yeah, with the whole thing. It You're talking about cool. step and repeat. Yeah, is which that is basically what yeah. we did. But we put it on it. We had it put on a wall, temporary. Yeah. So you do stuff like that. Yeah, we oh. do step and repeat. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I thought it would be cool to cover that whole window. You know what I mean? It, it was, you know, where we oh. did that that, oh. that part of the if meeting. If it was permanent, that would have been great. That would, yeah, just all logoed up with the sponsors stuff on there and everything. I thought that would be kind of cool. Just probably expensive. So you probably have all the printers for everything, yes. right? Yes, I do outsource some of the stuff, but mm-hmm. the people I work with, when I outsource, they just uh, business to business kind of a. Uh, they're not open to clients. I, I was about yeah. to ask, uh, how much yeah. manufacturing do you actually do in house? Is it majority of it? Yeah, uh, big stuff uh, we don't do in house. Okay. Yeah, like like uh, oversized banner, for example, we don't do in house just because. The machine to do it, it's just oh, yeah. humongous big. Yeah, you massive. can't have it. And, and most sign business don't do it in-house. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, and when you're outsourcing, um, how do you ensure that you're still getting the quality that you want and the, the turnaround time that you need? So a lot of people I work with, a lot of companies I work with, they have, I've never had any bad experience with them. They're always, when they tell me we're going to ship it, they're going to ship it on time. And then if anything happens, they take care of you. Like they will go back and fix it and a lot of the um people i work with they're uh, franchise franchise preferred so if they you know don't don't do it right with me they're gonna lose the whole franchise no they're not gonna lose it but they're just not gonna look good you know okay yeah so uh like key and i you're the numbers guy you like to go into businesses and take a look at what's going on and then figure out how to get more money out of what it is that they're doing um so any particular insight into i mean we've talked quite a bit with uh, asthma, any well, I mean, I'd, I'd be interested to sit down and have a conversation. I mean, sure. th- there's a, there's a challenge I lay down to anyone. It's the, the 45 minute hundred thousand black challenge. rifle. Yeah, <laughs> black rifle. It's not a problem at all. He's gonna wear his headphones, right? <laughs> like a 15 year old. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, but I, I think that's 
it's interesting. So if you can have somebody come into that business, take a look at things with a fresh set of eyes and say, hey, where is there additional revenue to bring out yeah. here? It's one of the reasons why I like to have them on the show. Yeah, I would love that. Well, I mean, it's the only reason he likes to have, to have me on the show because he actually doesn't like me as a person, as he said at the <laughs> mix like your recently. Accent. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's, it's interesting. It's that fresh set of eyes that when you go into any business, I just see things differently. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I, I look at go, okay, well, you're doing marketing, you're doing sales, but have you thought about doing this? Have you thought about doing that? Mm -hmm. Why have you not considered that? Wait, well, you're spending money there. Why are you not, could you not cut costs there and invest it elsewhere? And, and I look at things very differently. Um, and, and I'm probably imagining that you've been going for sort of 14 months mm -hmm. and you're finding your feet, but there's probably a good opportune time really to go and take another look going, okay, so I've been doing things because that's where it's always been done, maybe to a certain extent and going, but is there a better way of doing things? Mm -hmm. um, and um, that's how I would approach things in any business. Uh, if you've been going for a long time, just because it's that's where you've always done it doesn't mean it's the best way of doing it. Of course. And that's where that fresh set of eyes comes in. It's very, really, very important. Absolutely. And someone who's experienced, who knows what they're, they're looking at and can ask the questions on a ton of different strategies. I don't make it easy, mm -hmm. um, but I do at the same time because... I'm, I'm going to ask the questions that dig deep mm -hmm. and you go, I didn't think of that. And they're the pretty simple questions as well. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, Jennifer you was can... tired when we got done with my wife, Jennifer, she uh -huh. was tired when we got done with our first meeting and she's like, I, I feel exhausted, <laughs> but it's just, you know, but that was you a have simple to, conversation. Th well, that's what you think. Yeah. It's, it's not so, supposed to be easy <laughs> anyway. So uh, another thing that I think would be good too is your, um, have you sponsored events? So yes. There's one thing to go to a mixer, for example. It's another thing to be a sponsor at a mixer. Yes. So what, where are you sponsoring? Not at a mixer. We've sponsored. Um, there is a uh, um, association for uh, Texas Burns. Oh. Um, they do a golf tournament. They raise money. We've sponsored uh, some of their banners and all that. What about golf tournaments? Have we we did. Those? We sponsored a golf tournament for Sunt. So how did that work for you anyway? To Tell me what that was like, because I'm curious, because yeah. I hear about all these golf tournaments, right? Uh -huh. You went and you sponsored. Yes. How much did you spend and did you get your ROI on? I, I like it because as you asked the question, she sat there with a wry smile. And, and so I'm, I'm looking forward to this response now. <laughs> so to be honest with you, for Sunt, Sunt is one of my uh, great clients. Um, th they were there before I took over and they emailed me asking if I was still going to sponsor their yearly uh, golf tournament that was getting sponsored before. And I told them, of course, I'll sponsor it. Yeah. Good so answer. I sponsored it. And then uh, we've made them, uh, you know, the art signs for the golf. We made banners. We made uh, some, that was about it, a bunch of yard signs for the golf um, course. Mm -hmm. And then we made banners for their event. They have an event. I think it happens every year in October for a former employee of Sun who passed away. And they're just carrying on his, le um, his le legacy. Yeah, legacy. I'm sorry. So that's what it was for. So, and was there an ROI on that? Is that something you want to speak to? I'm just curious because it's like, look, I sponsoring is great and yeah. it's fun and it's mm -hmm. good to be able to get that exposure. Yeah. But the ROI is what matters at the end of the day. It's brand awareness, which can be an ROI. Yes. I get that. Yes. But do you feel like there was a good ROI on that? Yes, because the event and the money that we're raising is was for a great cause. So I wasn't really looking for a business to get back from them. I mean, I would love that, but the cause of the event was really great because they, they are, it was, it's meant for the disease that the gentleman passed away with. So this is always going to go to, to more researches for that. So have you done any business to business, not, not business to nonprofit, but mm -hmm. business to business sponsorships? 
where you can clearly go in and expect some kind of our, like at our our uh, event that we had as an example, Imad was one of the sponsors, and he came away with I think twelve really good. I, I think that's the number, really good contacts for him to be able to follow mm-hmm. up with, right? That's an, a direct R. Well, at least a start of an ROI yeah. there. So that's what I'm talking about. Have you done any of those yet? Uh, no, Is I that, don't think so. Maybe. <laughs> okay. Well, something to think about. But, yeah. but the interesting thing comes um, there. I mean, I totally agree with Mark's. Um, kind of questions here about the ROI because one of the things I see um, frequently is that businesses spend tiny fortunes on marketing and there is no ROI. Mm. Um, I've seen it in, in certain industries where I've gone in with a different kind of um, hat on and I've just started to ask questions and like they've spent tens of thousands of dollars on the marketing. I said, well, how many clients is, new clients have brought in? And it was like, well, I brought in one client back in July last year, and we're in November. I'm like, and you continue doing this? It's like, yeah, yeah, because they keep on telling us we need, we need to keep on spending the money. It's like, mm-hmm. well, I'm sure they're going to tell you to keep on spending the money, but you've got to get an ROI on that. And if you're not, you need to be cutting it, you know? And when my CFO, had, I, I, I say to them, if I was in here officially as your CFO, I'd be going, you stop that now, and you find an, another provider or you find another way of doing it, because it has to be ROI. But too many business owners aren't thinking about the ROI. And I think that there's a danger, and I don't wish to be disparaging to the marketing industry, but that too often the marketers are just pulling wool over business owners' eyes. Yeah. You know? yeah, and that's one of the things about you know clarity of what we're doing in our business, that yeah. it is producing something yeah. that's important. I, I'm, I'm a business owner too, yeah. and I, I go through this on a daily basis. So, yeah. But also the golf current tournament that i sponsored it was for my, one of my top clients yeah so uh, well that's good business yeah absolutely good yeah. And, and we do we have to support our clients yeah get it um but yeah. that's one event right yeah. i mean like i would think sponsoring events would be something you would do on a regular basis oh, especially yeah. since you can provide signage at a low cost yeah. and come in and hey this is what we're doing and continue to get yourself your brand out in front mm-hmm. of people of but it's like what can you do more of that is going to be roi and i think that's part of the conversation that keen will have so Definitely. All right. There's one one question. Yes. You, you mentioned there um, a moment, um, the word legacy, mm-hmm. but what's the legacy that you would like to have with the business, with your business in in however many years time, five years, ten years, fifteen years, or when you sell it on? What what would you like the legacy to be? I want people to love their sign when they look at it. They remember, oh yeah, we got it done, you know, a couple of years ago, whatever, and it was great. A lot of times I'd be driving in the car with my husband and I said, look, we made this. We did this. Mm-hmm. This is ours. This is ours. It feels good. It's, it's a just, great feeling. It feels really yeah. good. Yeah, absolutely. Like I still drive by in Spring Branch. I have a lot of clients there. So a lot of those billboards are yeah. all my designs. Yeah. And I was like, we did that. We did that yeah. one, you know. So it's a great feeling as a designer when you see your logo being used, yeah. when you see it being displayed mm-hmm. on promotional items and signage. It really is indescribable. Yeah. It's a great feeling, yeah. That's nice. All right. Well, if folks want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? So they can, uh, you know, email us, go to our website, uh, call us at any time. Okay. So what's your phone number? So the phone number is 210-892-0203. Okay. And website? It's uh, sciencebytomorrowdowntown.com. You just science by tomorrow. Okay. Science by tomorrow downtown? Yes. Dot com. Yes. It's uh, sciencebytomorrowdt.com. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yes. All right, cool. All right, well, that's it. Great job. How did you feel about it? 
pretty. It was great. Not too bad. This was your first podcast, did you yeah. say? Yeah. Okay. Nice. Are we done? Yeah, we're just about <laughs> done. All right, as we wrap up the show, quick reminder, check out our latest podcast and catch video versions of the show anytime by visiting our website at satalkradio.com. That's going to be it for this one. You guys have a great week, and we'll see you on the next one. Good job, everybody. Thank Thank you. you. See ya.